0: Today we're starting a brand new series on boundaries. And Tracy, before we even get into uh, defining boundaries, we should probably give a quick little shout out to the book that we're basing this series off of.
1: Yes, absolutely. The book Boundaries by John Cloud and Henry Townsend has really been a, a foundational book and understanding of, of defining boundaries and understanding their importance in relationships.
0: We'll put a link to that book down below. We encourage you to pick it up and to read along with it as you do this series with a group or a mentor. Tracy, who is this series for before we even get into the definition of a boundary? Obviously, it's for someone who isn't very good at setting boundaries. So what does that person look like?
1: Yeah. I mean, boundaries are necessary for us in every relationship, in our friendships, marriage, and our parenting, at work. And so maybe some of you have found this series because you are constantly stressed out by relational things people you feel like people infringe on you or you have emotions about things that happen in relationship but you're not really sure why you feel how you feel or what to do about it so boundaries is really a foundational idea and we have to think about it in terms of you know your property line like think about your house or where you live and how offense kind of defines your property line. So you feel comfortable saying this is my property and I allow people on it or I don't allow people on it. And that works in relationship with people also.
0: So boundaries define what is you and what is not you. Boundaries help you to understand what is your responsibility and what isn't your responsibility.
1: Correct. And so maybe you have fallen prey to this idea that you try to take responsibility for other people's choices, or you try to control what other people are doing, and you're realizing that's just not how it works. Your boundaries, you need to understand boundaries, not only how other people don't infringe on your property, but also how you don't infringe on somebody else.
0: So give an example of a typical boundary that gets crossed that maybe the person who has now been offended isn't even aware of it.
1: Okay, well, let's look at it like in friendship, a common dynamic that happens is you have a friend that's maybe a little um, demanding of your time. And when they call, they kind of expect that you're going to call them back right away. Or that if they say, hey, let's go grab lunch this week, that the answer should be yes. But sometimes maybe you're feeling like, I just feel a little bit like overwhelmed by their expectations, or I don't really have time to do that this week. So you have this like sense of you're not comfortable, but you feel this obligation to meet their expectation. That's kind of a normal example of a boundary where somebody else's expectations of you is infringing on what you feel like you have the emotional capability to offer or the time to give to it. And then you're struggling with, well, how do you say no to a friend that I love and care about and not offend them? But yet it's causing me angst.
0: So Tracy, for this first topic, since it's a warm-up topic, let's walk through these sort of these three survey questions that you should ask yourself to determine if you need to set better boundaries. Question number one, do you feel uncomfortable or imposed upon in some relationship in your life.
1: Yeah. So this might be in a friendship with someone that just has maybe expectations of you, of your time, whether it be, you know, in a phone call every day, wanting to unpack the day or it's meeting for lunch every week. And you feel like, I love this person, and I like to spend time with them. I just don't know if I need to spend as much time with them, or I don't have the time to talk on the phone every day. So you feel this feeling of like, how do I not disappoint this person, but I don't have the same need maybe they have.
0: Now, again, we want to encourage you to answer that for yourself, because I think that will help you as you go through this series, because Tracy will address you know, what to do about this in the, in the next few topics. Here's the second question. Can you express your own beliefs freely or are you just a yes man for the beliefs and convictions of others?
1: Yeah. So this might present itself in work or maybe in marriage or maybe with family dynamics where other people have strong opinions about the way things should go. And maybe you feel like, in your heart of hearts. I don't know if I really agree with that, or I might see that a little bit differently. But you don't feel like you have the freedom or the strength to stand up to that and express your own opinion. So you just kind of go along with what the party line is.
0: Okay, so here's the third question. Are you putting a ton of energy into trying to change someone else and it doesn't seem to be working?
1: Yeah. And this is, we're going to talk more about this next week uh, in the 10 laws of boundaries, but this is a really important one for people to understand. Boundaries, you don't have the ability to change or control anybody else. So you can't make someone choose or behave or do what you want them to do. You only have control of yourself. And that is something that comes into clear focus in parenting and marriage and every relationship that we have where we misunderstand the power that we have. It is not over somebody else. It is only over our own choices, behaviors, and actions.
0: I right, trace before we before we close this particular topic, let's just talk real quick to Christians. Because I think some Christians might say or might feel that it's not loving or it's not biblical or it's not Christ-like to set boundaries. Isn't that kind of mean to set boundaries in my relationship? Shouldn't I as a Christian just be walked all over by everyone?
1: I think a lot of people feel like saying no or withholding something or saying, hey, my feelings say that I don't want to do this. That seems selfish and unchristlike. But I think what we need to understand is God is a God of boundaries. And he demonstrates that in his character and even in the story of creation. God created the world with boundaries.
0: Yeah, it says right there in Genesis 1 that he created the light and he, and there was darkness and he created the land and the water and there was a boundary between land and water. And then in relationships, and again, this is a, a little bit harder for some people to see because if they grew up in a family that didn't have good boundaries, then, then they think that there's no boundary in relationships, and marriage and friendships and in relationships with your kids. So a lot of people might now be learning for the first time that, wait, there should be some order in my relationships as well. There should be some boundaries in this, just like there are boundaries in the natural order.
1: Yeah. And even when God says to Adam and Eve, you can eat of any tree in this whole entire garden, but there's one I don't want you to eat from. That was a boundary that God was putting on them, not because he was being mean. He had given them this entire garden full of all of these wonderful things, but he was drawing the boundary to say this one tree I don't want you to eat from because it's for your protection.
0: All right. Well, Tracy, I think that was enough for this first topic. Now, if you're going through this series with a small group or a mentor, we really want you to warm up with this first conversation. We've got questions down below. Again, we'll put the link to the book down below. We encourage you to pick it up and read through the book as you're going through this next six week series with a group or a mentor. And we'll see you next time to talk about the 10 laws of boundaries.